Blog Talk Radio. And good afternoon, New York Rebels fans, and welcome to this special edition of the Four Scenes of Fire American Soccer Show as I review this past weekend's game as the New York Rebels took on Charlotte FC down at the Bank of America Stadium in downtown Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, normally, I would be reviewing a Rebels game during a regular Four Scenes of Fire American Soccer Show, but due to events... Uh, which was, of course, the CONCACAF Nations League, and uh, reviewing the first round of the U.S. Open Cup, I had to make it so that today, this afternoon, on Wednesday, March the 29th, that I'll be reviewing that matchup uh, from this past uh, weekend. So uh, just to be ready for the next game. And, of course, we'll get back to reviewing this next Rebels match on Monday, April the 3rd. Um, you know, the calendar is getting kind of full now with all these events involving MLS, U.S. soccer, CONCACAF. So uh, you're trying to fit in as much as possible. And look, uh, there are certain things that have to be done, I guess, certain priorities at the same time. Don't get me wrong. Rebels are still important to me, as always, for you guys. Still important for me. But uh just wanted to let everyone know I did not forget about reviewing this game and uh occasionally early on uh with the early events that are going on with certain things uh happening uh it's going to be like this hopefully next year it won't be as full but once again with next year of course CONCACAF Champions League being expanded um Another round of Nations League will be happening towards the back end of this calendar year for the next edition for the, of course, uh, those teams in Ligue who will qualify for the uh, Copa America. You know, we'll have to wait and see what's going to happen with that and how that setup will be. But definitely, uh, I will be making sure that everything does happen and all Red Bull games do get reviewed by me here on the 40 Scenes Fire American Soccer Show for the local side of the broadcast. Uh, but don't forget, everyone, uh, follow me, myself, Gary Redman, Anthony Merced, as we cover the New York Rebels for Red Bull News Network. And uh, it should always be a fun time. Of course, check out my latest feature on uh, Sean Neal as a new captain of the New York Red Bulls. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be wild. It's going to be great. And all you can say is is that at the moment, not really off to a great start for this New York Red Bulls side right now, five matches in with only a win. But after losing their first game of the season in Orlando to start off 2023, they are unbeaten in four. Three draws. And a win, not bad, but still not that great either. But they really need to ratchet it up, and they need to really ramp it up, and they really got to be a lot better, not just with the finishing, but 
with the defending. And before we even get into the rest of the match, you have to say that the officials on the field and inside VAR were absolutely atrocious towards the New York Red Bulls. Two damaging fouls. Two of them. One in the first half, one in the second half. Of course, the first half, the studs challenge by Brant Bronico on Omir Fernandez. That was studs showing, planted right into the leg of Omir Fernandez. By all accounts, even though the referee missed it, VAR is supposed to be there to assist the referee if he missed giving a card or no card on that situation. No card was given. VR, they said they checked it, and they said they're going to ignore it. That was incorrect. That was incorrect. That should never have happened. That should have been a red card. Charlotte FC should have been down the 10 men at that point. And then you get to the second half. Daryl Jones challenging Cameron Harper. Cameron Harper in the second half leaping up to try and play a ball. And what does Jones do? Leads in recklessly in the air, led with an elbow. Now, got a yellow card for that. But VAR is supposed to be checking that one and deciding whether the color remains yellow or should have gone to should have gone uh, into a red card. VAR says nope, check complete. Did not lead with an elbow. How is that possible? So if you really want to look at this whole situation correctly. Not only did Charlotte FC should have been down 10 men, they should have been down 9 men. And that is inexcusable, not just for the referee, but for VAR as well. That, my friends, is inexcusable. Is very, very inexcusable by VAR, by PRO. And I mean, in my mind, honestly, in my mind, I truly believe that these men should be fined and suspended by the upper echelons of the pro referees union of the pro referee organization you have two instances two of where VAR reviews those fouls and you and they don't even reverse the decision of no card or reversing a yellow into a red Absolutely atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. Uh, The referee 
was Marcos de Oliveira. And the VAR officials who were assigned to that match, Luis Guardia and Tom Supple. They, Guardia was the head VAR. Supple was the assistant VAR. Both men told Di Oliveira, nope, do not take it out of your back pocket. That, my friends, is inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable for what we saw in that match between the New York Red Bulls and Charlotte FC, the Omir Fernandez challenge in the 23rd minute. And then, of course, of course, the Cameron Harper incident That challenge was in the 64th minute and should have been 10 men on the Omir, on the Omir Fernandez challenge should have been 9 men or even 10 men Cameron Harper challenge. It is unbelievable of the ineptitude and the laziness of VAR by those officials. Absolute laziness of VAR by those officials. I'm sorry. I think they should be suspended. I also think they should be fined. But this is the problem sometimes in North American sports, professional sports leagues. When it's a very egregious call and a very bad call, or non-call that should have been called, our officials, no matter what sport it is, should be fined and should be suspended for making bad calls or bad non-calls. They affect the game, they affect the play, and they give the fans plenty of doubt to say, we don't trust these referees. We don't trust these officials. Because, plain and simple, if you did not see that, could not say, as an, you know, a referee, well, I missed it live. I'm going to go to my colleagues at VAR. And if VAR says to you, well, yeah, we don't see anything in it either. It's more of an accidental thing. Uh, we'll let it go. No. Christina Uncle who works for both CBS and now Apple TV through MLS as the former referee. Now she is the, uh, the referee analyst during CBS Sports uh, Champions League roundups for pre- and post-game on Paramount+, Plus, CBS Sports Network, CBS National. Uh, now for MLS through Apple TV. She even said these two should have been red cards. A official referee, regardless, men's game, women's game, does not matter. Her knowledge is credible. And even she said VAR screwed up. 
She said it. VR should have given red cards. The Red Bulls should have had a victory here. This should have been a 1-0 victory for the New York Red Bulls. And maybe, maybe, that own goal never happens. Late in the match. But other than that, great goal by Elise Manuel found a little error on the back line of Charlotte FC. Fair, clean, shoulder-to-shoulder challenge to get the ball off of the defender, attacks the net, and scores. First goal of the season, third goal in two matches against Charlotte FC. Rebels are up 1-0. And they were the dominant side all match long. Now, granted, they didn't look good in the second half, probably halfway through. Should have played better. Should have done better. But unfortunately for the Red Bulls, it was Andreas Reyes who was trying to clear the ball away from the net, sliding into it. But sadly, he got an angle on the ball, and he beat his own goalie in Carlos Coronel to give Charlotte FC an equalizer. It was an own goal late in the second half, and it was 1-1, and it ended 1-1. Should have been the full three points for the New York Red Bulls. Unfortunately, it split the points 1-1. And the Red Bulls, even though they should have been up already eight points, they have six points in five matches, four unbeaten. And it's just a bit of a disheartening draw where they should have been the victors on the road in Charlotte. But sometimes that's how the ball bounces in this game. Sometimes that's the situation that unfortunately comes up towards you. Uh, Reyes probably should have taken a better route to the ball. Maybe should have stayed on his feet instead of sliding down to knock it away. But these things happen, unfortunately. Shouldn't have happened, but it did. And the New York Red Bulls uh, leave Charlotte FC and they head on over coming weekend on the road to face Atlanta United. Now, Atlanta United off to a solid start, but at the moment, their Achilles heel is the New York Red Bulls. Ever since they have come, ever since they've been uh, brought into the league a long time ago, 2016-2017, the only victory they've had against the Red Bulls was in the first leg of the conference finals in Atlanta and beat the Red Bulls 3-0. Actually, it should have been 1-1, but VAR took that goal away due to interfering with the keeper, which I didn't see it because it was not offside. Interfering with the line of sight with the keeper, which I didn't think that was correct. Bradley Wright Phillips' goal should have stood, but it didn't. And uh, the Red Bulls, even though they won 1-0 at home, they lost on aggregate three goals to one in the entire series. But in the regular season, Atlanta United has never defeated the Red Bulls, either in Red Bull Arena or at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Now, once again, Atlanta's off to a great start. 
But the truth is, the New York Rebels have a mental advantage over Atlanta United. And when you see that happen, you wonder to yourself, when is that moment where Atlanta United finally breaks the goose egg? They bite the bagel, and they finally get their first regular season victory over the New York Red Bulls. When will that happen? Should have had it a couple of times. Should have had it on a couple of times. But let me just say this. All you can say is, is that for the New York Red Bulls, they have their number. They have their number, and they're ready to go. Everything is there. Everything is ready to go, and it's going to be great. Once again, all time. All time. And this is including the playoffs. Ten wins. Four draws. One loss. And that was in the playoffs. That's it. In the regular season, nine wins, four draws, zero losses. That, my friends, is unbelievable. And it all started when they were on the road at Bobby Dodd Stadium, at the home of Georgia Tech's college football program, sold out Bobby Dodd Stadium. They were down 1-0, got a Daniel Royer equalizer, and then an own goal by Atlanta to make it 2-1, got a draw at home, and then off you went. The New York Rebels were unstoppable. And let me also say this. In one of those home games that they beat Atlanta United, they were down 10 men. Tim Parker getting a straight red card for grabbing Joseph Martinez from behind, grabbing his shirt. Even though he didn't go down, he still grabbed the shirt and brought out the red card. But it was Tom Barlow came off the bench, got a step on the defense of Atlanta United, and found a way not only to have an acute angle towards the goal, but slides it just across Brad Guzan, and it rolled, tucking it, tucking the ball in inside the near post to get his first MLS goal, and absolutely was amazing and celebrated in front of everyone. With the Red Bulls down 10 men. If you're not telling me Atlanta United is jinxed, against the New York Rebels. I don't know what to tell you. And yes, Atlanta United will always tell us, well, we won an MLS Cup. You didn't. Well, that's true. You did. But you only beat us once in the playoffs. Since then, you haven't beaten this team in the regular season, and it doesn't look like you're going to beat them now. But 
you can prove the Red Bulls wrong by going out there and scoring more goals against the Red Bulls this coming Saturday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, on Apple TV, on the MLS Season Plus, the MLS Season Package, excuse me. So that's all I can say for the Red Bulls situation is this. Win or draw, continue the domination. If you lose in the regular season for the first time, hey, it was bound to happen. But we all know the, the Red Bulls are ready to go, and the Red Bulls are ready to pounce, and the Red Bulls are ready to go out there and play their best. Hopefully, Dante Von Zier will get more than just 20 minutes from Gerhard Struber. Hopefully, he'll get a lot more minutes in the second half because you, know, you paid a lot of money to bring him over. I think it's time for him to go out there and show what he's truly made of and get more goals. We'll see what happens. Well, that'll do it for this special edition of the 46 Fire American Soccer Show and this New York Red Bulls Review Show. Once again, it was a 1-1 draw at the Bank of America Stadium in downtown Charlotte, North Carolina against Charlotte FC. Join me this coming Monday for a regular 46 Fire. My guests will be my guests, excuse me, will be Sam Stockley head coach and sporting director of Lexington SC in USL League One, and Pat Murphy of New Logical Tech. He will be streaming the Round 2 Open Cup match back up in Hartford, as Hartford Athletic will be hosting Lansdowne Yonkers. And then I'll be reviewing Red Bulls Atlanta United. My name is Daniel Feuerstein. Thank you for listening to me today. And as always, please enjoy your football.